Materia Media presents Adeline's Apothecary, Tales from the Ridge, Chapter 9, Boss Man. So I get Frankie started on old Laoya Herb, Laoya Medicine, and Frankie ain't taking such good care of himself, but he'll take anything I give him these days. And he kind of liked that I got a friend in town from China, being that this virus come out to China, and he liked that. And, and, and I like, too, that I got a friend I can go to, because Frankie still refuses to see a doctor, refuses in the hospital. So it's all up to me, heal up Frankie best I can, and I trying to get him to rest best I can, but all the while, Frankie boss man been just going wild, calling him every half hour, sending him all kind of crazy message, calling the house I had to unplug the phone, and, and isn't that exactly how folks stay sick? Folk get sick, stay sick, because they overburden, overburden with work stress, home stress, life stress, you know, you know it in Frank right to have a proper break. He on sick leave, he ain't getting full pay. He's supposed to get two weeks, but here boss man want him to come back early. So Frankie finally, finally called boss man back and boss man say, vacation over. Things is falling apart. Time to get back to work. Uh-huh. And Frank say, well, I don't think that's safe. I still in isolation. I still quarantining from Adeline and our daughter and all the authorities say you got to wait a two full week for you ain't tagious no more. And boss man say, well, I'll see you in the morning or never again. It up to you, click. So that upset Frankie, that upset Frankie good enough. And he don't think it right. He don't wanna hurt his uh, coworker down at the plant but he also don't want to lose his job. Now, I don't like that job. I never liked that job. He took it up, friend of his got him in there, and he ain't even qualified for the job he doing, but he took it up, had good benefit, good pay, steady schedule, all that. And that time in his life, he having a hard time back when he first, you know, you know, he went off the bottle and he trying to turn his life around. He knew he needed himself a steady job steady occupation. So he taking this job thinking it a short-term thing. Well, he rise up through the rank and you know now he training new folk and he come in. He a big deal trainer teaching everybody how to do do a job well and don't they love Frank. Of course they love my Frankie. His birthday they done had concerts and practical jokes and, and he got a lot of practical jokers on his team and, and they love Frank and, and he loved them. They's like a family. Anyway, he rise up through the rank, and uh, he been working there a long time now. I won't even eat the meat come out of that place. You know, they get that, that them chicken uh, raise up in a cage, never see the light of day. And it ain't right, actually. It, it, it downright sinful, be honest. Man thinking he can treat animal that way, treat a little chicky that way. You know, we got our wild bird running around on our land, and Mrs. Jones got her bird. We get some time, and, and then therefore, Frankie is up in that plant processing them little birdie. Them little birdie grow up in a cage, never see the light of day. Ain't right. You know it ain't right. Anyway, um, 
boss man wanted him to come back to work. So Frankie worried on that all day. He up pacing the floors and pacing outside, talking to himself. And, and finally, finally, he decided he can't do it. He just can't do it. And he tortured over this, tortured himself, about to drive me crazy. So he said, contact the higher up. He called the manager, boss man, the whole plant. And that boss man say, yes, indeed, Frankie best get himself to work in the morning. They ain't worried about it. So then Frank side, he gonna call their boss man over in Arkansas. So he do that, and he get hold of that boss man number somehow. I don't know how he got hold of that number. He called that boss man, and that boss man, of course, don't answer phone. And don't call him back. So he don't know what to do, and he really tore up about this. He talking to his friend at the plant, and they getting him more worried. So, so bedtime come around, and he say, all right, baby, all right, we got to talk about this. So we go outside, being careful again, and he say, he say, I'll figure out what I'm going to do. I'm going to go down. I'm going to go in tomorrow. And I says, what? And he says, hear me out, baby. Hear me out. I'm going to go in. And he put on his mask. He got this fancy mask now. And he put another mask over that. And, and he say, I'm going to wear this. I'm going to take some extra precaution. And I ain't going to get close to nobody. And he hold out an old cattle prod. I'm going to carry this, he say, so folks stay back. And I says, you can't take that in there. It ain't charged up, baby, he say. And he give a little poke showing me how he going to do. Okay, I'm going to go in. I'm going to assess the situation, because be honest, I'm worried about my people. And I'm going to let boss man have a look at me, look me in the eye, and, uh, uh, you know, he can see for his own self. I ain't well yet. And I says, well, Frankie, I don't know. That just don't seem like a good idea. And he say, well, baby, what is a good idea? You want me to lose my job? You going to go out and get a job? And I says, well... I would. You know I would if I had to. Come on, baby. Don't talk silly. You ain't getting a job. You gonna be home with your baby. That word you need to be. You ain't going nowhere. We need you home. Who gonna run the house? Take care of the farm. That's your job. That more than a full-time job. My job go out in this crazy world. So we said, okay, okay, and, and I gets up early, way too early, like I do, baby kicking, wake me up, and I make Frank a special lunch. My bone broth got his new herb, Laoyette herb in it, and special little treat, and then all the tincture I've been having him take, I take them and I mix them together, make one big power potion. Then I decide, three, four in the morning, I'm gonna mix together a few more potion for our friend, Frank Friend, who worked down at the plant, cause I worrying on them. So I make up a few extra tincture, put it in his lunch cooler with a note how to take it and all that, all that. So, apparently morning come, and Frank go to the plant, he watching folk head in, and he call boss man. He say, I out in the parking lot. Come out and talk to me. I want to talk to you. And boss man say, what you mean you in the parking lot? Get in here. And Frankie say, no, I'd rather you come outside. Boss man say, get in here. I'm busy. And Frankie say, I want you to come out to the parking lot. I don't want you to get this thing. 
And boss man say, Frankie, don't be crazy. You don't even know if you got corona. I mean, we got all kinds of folk with coal and stuff, and they working through it. Okay, well, Frankie not sure what to make of that. So end up, Frankie go in. Frankie go in, boss man office. And boss man say, you do look bad, man. You don't look good. You lost weight. And Frankie say, listen, Chuck. This thing ain't no lie. Chuck, this thing ain't no lie. I never put on. You know me, how long I worked here. I ever done you wrong. I ever lied to you. I ever tried to get out of work. And Chuck say, no, but we need you, Frankie. That what I'm saying. You been gone too long. Things is falling apart. Had to throw a whole shipment out last week. Somebody dropped their glove in. Had to throw a whole shipment out. And Frankie say, yeah, but we don't know if I still tagious. And boss man say, well, why don't you go docker and find out? That ain't how it work. There ain't no test, man. And boss man say, well, anyway, we got some folks sick and it seemed to be going just fine. It's just like a bad flu. Folk working through it. You know how we do. And Frankie say, what you mean? You got sick folk on the floor? Well, yeah, but it ain't no big deal. What you mean it ain't no big deal? They out there right now. Don't worry about it, Frankie. We're taking care of it, boss men say. You gotta isolate every one of them, every one they come in contact with, Frankie say. You can't have sick folk on the floor. Frankie, I knows you think you's a corona expert now, but that ain't your job. That ain't what we pay for you to do. Now let me talk to you about what's going on, because we're really falling behind since you've been on your little vacation here. And slap. Frankie just take that on the left cheek, turn the right. So, ends up, boss man want Frankie to go back on the floor, check up on his team, his worker, folk he trained up, new folk in the plant, make sure they's doing a good job and all that. Boss man want him back on the floor, be around everybody, get close to everybody. Well, Frankie really don't want to do that, but he also really don't want to lose his job. Little baby a coming can't afford him to lose his job right now. So, he, uh, he start having a coughing fit right there in the office and he kind of, you know, he kind of keel over, he keel over and he just a coughing like a crazy man. And then, then he start going, <laughs> and, and, and be honest, he putting on a little, he's putting on a little for the boss man, but the boss man weren't getting it through his head. So he kind of had to do this. And then boss man kind of start to panic and he say, okay, okay, I'll be back, Frank. And he leave, he leave Frankie in there alone. So Frankie didn't see him rest of the day and he just set up in the boss man office and he had his little computer and he's able to do a little this and that, catch up on stuff and not have to go down on the floor and see folk he worked with. But he were able to look through the windy and see what going on. And he say he looked through that windy and sure as the world, there are folks out there working that was not feeling good, not wearing proper mast. One fella got sick, sick all over the floor, lost his tummy, you know, and Frank come home real upset, 
real upset and talking to me about it and what he gonna do. And that night he get an idea because he can't get a hold of nobody. He can't get nobody to talk to him. And so he gets his little phone out. And Frankie real connected man. Oh my Frankie, he love his little phone. And all his little thing he look at on his phone and then he do this tweet tweet thing. It's where you can talk to folk and tell them what you think about, share article, news article, that kind of thing. I don't know. I ain't never look at it myself. So he get on the tweet tweet and he start telling folk about what's going on. And he start chasing the big boss man, not the local boss man. No, he start chasing big boss man over in Arkansas. And he start this wild thing up. Next morning, boss man called, Chuck called real early, real early in the morning. And he say, don't come in. You ain't coming in. And Frank say, what you mean? You fire me? And boss man say, just don't come in. And he hang up. So Frankie start talking to other folk who worked down at the plant, figuring out what going on, figuring out they's really been doing thing wrong, doing folk wrong. And so he keep going on this little tweet tweet thing. And I'll see him out in the yard. I'll be looking out kitchen windy and he pacing back and forth in the yard and he a coughing. Cough come back. Of course, this stress. This stress real not good for his healing, for his heart condition. And he on his phone and he a talking to his friend or talking to whoever. And and it really starting to kind of take over his mind. He kind of going a little crazy with it. So I see him out in the yard and he coughing again, coughing face red. And he lean over on his knee. So finally, I go out and call over him. I says, baby, you need to have a little rest now. And he stand up, wave his hand, waving me away. I says, darling, you get over here and get in the house. And he don't got a hat on, a little chill in the air. He not dressed proper. Franklin Roswell DeWitt Jr., I says. And he now making a crazy motion. And I realize he on the phone. He got that little thing in his ear and he talk on that. And he talking to someone telling me, go away. So I go back in the house, check on Lucy, and she just fine. And 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 then, uh, before I know it, Frank come over. He come over, tap on the window, want me to come outside. So I come out, and he say, Baby, you can't talk to me like that when I'm on the phone. That was the head of HR at HQ. And I says, Oh, my word, the head of HR at HQ, BB Queen on fire? And I start giggling because I think I made a pretty good joke here. But Frankie not laughing. He just shake his head. And I see now his veins is popping out on his neck, actually, hair sticking up, no hat on. And, and, and I says, I says, I'm sorry, darling, what's going on? They're crazy. They're absolutely crazy, Adeline. They're going to get folk killed. They're going to get folk killed by this virus. They don't get it. They just don't get it. I can't get one person on the phone who give a rap foot about the employee of our plant. I told them, I said, they gots to get better mass. They gots to get better filtration. They gots to, gots to find a way to test folk. And Jim Montgomery, Mr. Jesus Christ, his own self, if there ain't a more hypocritical church going, man, I don't know. I don't know. And Frank's eye 
eyes is red, neck veins popping, a hand shaking, got shaky hand, and, and he began to cough. That cough began to rise up in him, and, and I've been noticing it seemed to happen when he get upset, his motion get out of hand, he start coughing, can't get a hold of himself, and then he, he holding his chest, face red, and he getting himself all worked up, so I go over, touch his back, and he say, he say, baby, stay back. And I says, no, I done staying back, okay? It time you got a hold of yourself. This over. This wildness over. We trying to heal you up here. We don't need this stress upon your system. And I run in the kitchen, get a bottle of skull cap, head back out, fill a dropper full. This ain't no 510 go to sleep dose and no Frankie, he need a whole dropper. Here, darling, I want you to take this. I ain't taking that, he say. You need to, you need to settle down and go rest. I can't have that liquor in me right now, he say. Here, I'll put it in some water. So I put it in my jar of water and take it over, and he knocked that jar out of my hand. Jar fall to the ground, hit the rock neath our feet, crack. Now I freeze up, startled. You shouldn't be giving me them tincture, he say. Well, you've been doing just fine with them. I can't have it in me. You shouldn't be giving me that. And I see how much he's struggling. He's struggling real hard in this moment. My Frank, he used to, you know, he used to hit the bottle, hit it pretty hard from what I hear. I never knew him in those days. He already quit when I met him. So he don't really like to take a liquor tincture. You know, sometimes I make him up a special vinegar tincture, but medicine ain't quite the same. And a lot of these things I've given him these days, I just don't got no vinegar made up. But anyway, Frank, he go back to my workshop, go back to work. He won't listen to me. He's so far gone. So that night after Lucy in bed, of course, I put her to bed all by myself. And she run around. She got real wild energy these days, like a, like a spring fever or something. So I have pass out on her floor when I gets her to bed after our prayers. And, and then I still gots to clean up the kitchen, clean up all the mess in the living room. And I try to get Lucy to help me clean. But sometime time get away from us. And then at dinner time and at past bedtime, and you know, it just go on and on and on. So I go down and I turn on my old friend Patsy and it just me and Patsy and it uh, just a closer walk with thee grant it Lord if you please to die Daily walking close to thee, let it be, dear Lord, let it be. And me and Patsy is singing, and I shuffling, dun da 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 dun da da and I get us cleaning and a scrubbing, and I get down on my knee, and I got some kitty spit up, dun da 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 on the floor and I clean up that kitty spit up and Lucy muddy boot and not supposed to wear boot in the house and I scrub and da 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 but I, but then I get this pain in my head back of my head and I can't work through it
So I try to stand, but I don't feel so good. I lean back against the counter, take a few breaths in and out. And I notice I'm a bit hot. I don't feel so good, you know. Then have an allergy, spring allergy, I think, scratchy throat, uh, just not feeling so good. So I get myself up after a minute and I have a long sip of water. That good spring water. We get up, get up the road past Rick Jones' place. And I look out the window and I see the light on out in my workshop. I told Frank to stay out of my workshop. It not good for his lung. The air quality not good out there. Mold in the air, dust in the air, all that. But I sees the light on, so I go out and I see him through the window. He looking at his phone, reading something or watching something, I don't know. And so I crack the door open and I says, Baby, we talk a minute? And he say, I thought you was in bed. No, I still cleaning, I says. And he say, it's so late, you got to go to bed. Well, I'm headed that way, I says, but I got more cleaning and, and we just need to talk a minute. Right now, he say, and I don't reply, I'm not feeling so good. But he come out eventually, and not cool. Cool spring night, peepers singing they song. It a lovely night, actually. I can smell, smell the freshness of spring. Smell my friends all coming back. And there's something in the air. I can't quite place it. It a, a blossom or a bark of some kind, some beautiful perfume. And that make my heart hurt. How beautiful and romantic this night is and how far gone my Frank is. And my eyes well up. What's wrong, he say. And he looking at me with that look. That look of, he don't really care what wrong. Can we just get this over with so I can go back to my important world look? And I says, uh, I just, I thought, I thought you was coming back. And then I just break down, can't get another word out. And when I break down, pregnant lady break down, oh, it all come down. And Frankie stand there looking at me. He done got scared, scared to touch me no more. He don't get near me no more. Got scared that he done messed up, that he's still tagious. But he looking at me with a look of pity. And he say, is there something in particular bothering you? And I says, well, darling, you just... You went from being in Washington to being sick, to being in the dump room, to going back to the plant, to being on your phone, to da da. You just gone. I thought you was gonna help me out. I thought you was gonna help me get ready for the baby to come. And he say, I am helping, and I'm gonna help more. But my job and my work is part of that, and this is important. What going on at the plant is not right. People gonna die, Adeline. It is insane what going on down there. You wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe your eyes if you saw what I saw in there today. And I nod. I hear him, I do hear him. I rub my belly and he said, come here. Just a second, let me hold you just one second. I shake my head back away. I'm going to bed, I says, and I turn walk back the house alone.
For more stories and this week's herbal recipe, please visit adelinesapothecary.com.